When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, what is up, everybody? Isaac here with Civil Engineering Academy. Excited to be with you today. Another fun podcast episode today. We talk about salaries, everything to do with them, including, um, you know, typically the the normal progression for a civil engineer in the career industry. Uh, as you start your career, what levels you should be experiencing and how long that should take. Uh, we also talk about typical salary ranges as you start out, but we also dive into how you should be negotiating a salary if it's time to ask for a raise. And we also talk about jumping into a job offer once, you know, if you ever move jobs or get a different job and you first get that offer, what you should do with it if you feel like you should negotiate an offer, some of the questions you should be asking yourself. So it's going to be a fun episode. Uh, definitely, uh, you're going to want to check it out. Uh, and I do this with my brother, Mark. He comes back on again. So uh, it's going to be a good time. So uh, if you are also preparing for your civil engineering career, make sure you check out civilengineeringacademy.com. Go check out our resources if you're preparing for your FE or PE exam, because that's going to be the springboard to the rest of your career. And it will definitely demand higher raises as you get those credentials. So definitely check us out if you haven't already. So with that, let's bring Mark on and let's get rolling. Hey, Isaac. Thanks for bringing me on again. Yes, indeed. Uh, yeah, it's always a good time, man. Always, always love it. Well, uh, we like you coming on because you got the wisdom and the knowledge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're just, that's just a nice way. That's that's a euphemism for you're you're old. <laughs> well, I didn't want to say that. But... <laughs> Everyone, everyone's getting older, so yeah. it's just part of the game. Well, um, this is going to be fun. So uh, we're going to talk about salaries, but the very first thing that typically happens in someone's engineering career, obviously, is you typically have different levels that you jump into. So um, why don't we talk about first a typical engineer's journey and maybe the levels that they are going to see as they progress with more experience. So yeah. can you dive into that a little bit? Yeah. So, I mean, you're, you're usually, uh, you're hopefully you're, even when you're in school, you're getting a little experience as an intern. You're, you're involved with uh, an engineering firm or maybe a construction firm or um, a firm that's uh, employed in, I don't know, the area of civil engineering that you're most interested in that you plan on working in. Um, you're employed by that that company as as an intern. That's where uh, a lot of people start. Uh, I know my the firm I work for. We love our interns because uh, we get to see how they do and uh, get a feel for who they are and their abilities before uh, before they even graduate from from their uh, their bachelor's degree programs. Um, but usually from there you get. Um, I think started or you get to the position of an engineer one or an associate. And that's uh, right when you've, you've graduated. So you're still trying to get your feet underneath you and, and build your credentials and your experience. 
Um, but from there, and, and different firms kind of have different, um, I would say, graduations or different levels that they they split these things out at, Isaac. But you're probably going into an engineer one, which would be an associate, engineer two, um, which would be someone who's got some career experience, maybe three to five years. You know, then you can get into an engineer three level, which is more of a senior type engineering level with, you know, five to 10 years experience. And then once you get up above there, you can move into maybe being a principal or a engineering manager where maybe you're the head of uh, a, a team of, of technical people, a, a, a team of engineers that you're actually directing uh, on, on whole projects, uh, making sure that the objectives are being met and everybody's going in the right direction. Those are those are the levels for uh, principal engineers or managers, and they're the guys with the you know like the ten plus type years experience. All right, um, and I know those some, are kind of the 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 levels I think that we're dealing with, aren't we, Isaac? Oh yeah, and I know uh, you know some firms, some places, some industries chop up these levels also into different levels as well. So maybe you've reached that career level, maybe that midpoint level, and maybe they have another level within that as long as it's showing some progression towards additional i guess levels or years of experience that relate to those levels so yeah um and that's kind of the typical progression usually though when you become a senior engineer i have found and we've talked about this before but usually around that time people start to i wouldn't say branch out but they do show where their interests are you know they might find a different path uh, whether it's staying in engineering or using the engineering background to venture into something else. Uh, there's a lot of different paths you can head to, but that's the typical journey. And I would just add, as we're talking about salaries, that each one of these levels is typically a bump up. And uh, based on my years of experience, my experience in places I've worked, from what I've seen, typically those levels are around 10% uh, for a bump up in title. Um, I would agree with that. You know, that, that's kind of what I've seen. Yeah. So it's a little bit more than your incremental yearly raises that you should be getting, but yeah, I would agree with that. All right. So let's jump back. Let's, um, and this could happen at any stage of your career, but if we're talking about salaries, maybe when it's time to increase your salary or even how to negotiate a salary, one of the things that people get all the time, uh, is that you're going to get a job offer. So, um, you know, you're done with your internship. Let's say you're trying to jump into being an associate engineer, engineer level one, and you get a job offer. And this applies to any uh, of these levels, really. But the moment that someone gets an offer, do you have any tips around what, how to analyze that offer, what to make of the offer? Do they take the first offer? What are some of the things you think about as you see that? Well, in my career, when I've had interns that I've really liked and I wanted to put them on as as full time employees um, because they have, you know, graduate graduated and they're they're good, smart, smart guys or smart gals. And uh, we want to want to keep them around. Um, I've uh, I. I before they get to that point where they've graduated, I mean, hopefully we've had uh, sit downs, uh, yearly, at least yearly reviews of their performance. Um, 
But I, as a manager, I've, I've liked to give them an idea of where that, that salary range is, where it's going to be once they graduated. Um, and we're going to start them out. Um, I don't know that there's a lot of harm in doing that. Um, it gets them a chance to be, I, I know my, what I offer, um, you know, my new engineer one level, uh, employees is competitive. And so I'm not, I'm not really worried about having them know what that range is. And what's, what's interesting too, is, um, you know, the new, um, and I'll call them new cause I'm old, right? Isaac, we, we've mm-hmm. already established that, but the, the, the modern career center at, at most universities, I mean, they're very, uh, good about communicating what salary ranges are. <clears throat> they're, they're pretty well in touch with, uh, the current market and they know, they know what their graduates are getting as far as compensation goes. And, um, and so they're, they're already, they already know what the range they should be in. Now, if somebody is exceptional, then, I mean, I've offered a little bit more than what, you know, quote unquote, the market range is, um, because I think they're exceptional and I, I think they do a good job, but, um, I think it's just, it's critical as uh, somebody starting out that, you know, what the, the, uh, the ranges are in your market. Yeah. And I, I think the information is pretty ubiquitous. It's like, you know, I don't know. There's, there's, even if it's not your, your career center at, at your university where you're completing your program, it's, you know, Indeed and LinkedIn and Glassdoor. I mean, there's a million different services where you can actually get a feel pretty close to where you, where you should be in salary. And so knowing that upfront as you go in and go start, I mean, it just, it not only it just, it gives you a little bit of leverage, right? Cause you know what you're worth. Um, it just, I don't know. It takes, it takes the sting out of it. It's just All like, right. it's just kind of an assumed thing. And we're going to put you on as a full-time employee and boop, this is, this is the range we should have you in and, and you're off and running. It's so, not. That's good advice. So I would, you know, at the end of the day, if you're just starting out and you're getting an offer, maybe it's your first job, um, you have a ton of tools and resources. And frankly, I'm looking back at my own life. And I remember when I was about to graduate, you're already hearing other engineers, what they're getting, what the ballpark figure is, oh, yeah. you know, and even when I graduated, um, you know, some people were going to work for large construction companies. Yes, they had to go live in a trailer somewhere, but they were offered, you know, the very high end of what I had expected as a civil engineer to make and you know yeah. you find something local maybe it's a little less but you know i you know depending where you are it feels like uh, and and i'm just throwing this out there but if you're just starting out it feels like that range is somewhere between you know 55 to 70k for a starting yeah. engineer yeah but, yeah, um, yeah. <clears throat> i remember that now that you talk about that isaac i i remember that you know back when we were riding dinosaurs you know to school <clears throat> um that that was that was a thing that got around. I mean, guys were graduating and they were getting yes. hired, and it spread. Like, hey man, did you hear about so and so? He got hired over here, and he's making you know, yeah, dollars a, a year, and and yeah. So that, it that, spreads quickly when you're spread. at the university level, and, absolutely. And the university is always pinging students for what their salaries are, so they can you know report it back and probably goes full circle. So employee employees, employers know 
what to offer or what the going rate is. So yeah, yep. it all is kind of circular. So, okay, well, that's the beginning journey. Let's say down the road, let's say you're a senior engineer and you're looking to change jobs. And um, I, I know for a fact that some states require transparency on what the salary range is for that position. Do you, what's your thoughts on being open with salaries and well, uh, stuff like that? I, I think that's depending on who your employer is. Um, I would say a lot of, uh, you know, publicly funded entities like your, your municipalities, I probably put, you know, your utility companies in this category and they're a little more apt to be pretty transparent about their salary ranges for the different levels um, of engineer that we're talking about here. Um, The different, you know, and it's based on credentials and somebody's training and their level of education and all that stuff. And they're pretty transparent about that, but some private organizations, um, they're a little less, apt to be transparent about what they're offering or what, what employees are earning. And, um, it may be, it may be a little taboo to just openly talk about, you know, everybody's salary ranges. Um, you know, (laughs) you're sitting around the water cooler and you're like, Hey, what are you making? How much, yeah. How much do you make a year? You know? And those kind of conversations um, by management might be viewed as, you know, just kind of stirring up controversy and stirring up, stirring up problems um, that are, uh, you know, that they, they just don't want to want to have to deal with. Um, so it causes a lot of heartburn when you know yeah, what your neighbor's so, making and he's making and, more than you. Yeah. And you're like, man, I, I do way more than that idiot over there. You know, <laughs> I deserve more than that. Yeah. And so, um, that may be viewed as a problem, um, have being that I'll quote unquote open about salary discussions. But with that said, um, you can still given all of these outside resources that we talk about, you can still have a feel for where someone of your ability, your, your skill level, where they should have their salary. And then you can bring those, those types of uh, issues up directly with your manager Rather than, you know, taking the gossip route, you know, mm-hmm. and starting the gossiping going about it. Because a lot of organizations don't, they frown on that, right? They don't. They don't like that. They don't like that. So let's say you got an offer, um, you're senior engineer or something, and um, you're, you're seeing the offer and you just know that this is probably the low end. You know, they, they threw a, a a lower offer to you. Um, how do you evaluate that um as an engineer are you asking questions um related to you know your own experience level what are you looking at how do you know maybe this is the lower end and uh, what are you what what are some of your thoughts well i i think um when you're you're asking for a raise there's or there's a lot of things you got to take into consideration um you know is the company you're working for facing some kind of hardship you know, um, what the market that you're in, is there like some impending market hardships that are coming or the trends, you know, everything trending negative have, has your company just had a, you know, a round of layoffs and you just survived that round of layoffs. Um, 
you know, uh, all of those things um, kind of helps you, you know, judge whether or not it's it's time to ask for a raise. But I think when you're when you're actually asking again, if you're armed with that information, you know where your range is for the skill level that you have. You can be grateful uh, in your tone and your approach, you know, as you kind of inform your boss, your manager. Hey, I, I know this is kind of the range that I should be in. And I, I think I I think I deserve that. I think that's at least where where I need to be. Um, and if you've got a case, too, where you think you're uh, you deserve more than that, and maybe you've maybe you've hit a big milestone, maybe you've you've landed a big client, maybe your work is responsible for a significant portion of the company's revenue. Um, those kind of things, uh, I think you could you could uh, definitely use that as uh, as a way to ask for even more than than what you would say you know your quote unquote um, your market level salary should be. Maybe you you deserve a little bit more because you've you've brought in more revenue or, or key clients, something to that nature. So um, there's those. Well, and I also are, see that that advice applies not only to negotiating a raise in the current place that you're at, but that could also be applicable to getting a new job offer from a new company. Um, and you aren't satisfied with the initial offer that they're giving you. You could come back and say, well, um, you know, based on my years of experience, based on the level that I was at, or I am at, um, and knowing what the market is, I feel like the you know the offer should be in this range as opposed to what you've initially sent to me. And so maybe I, I think your advice also applies to not only asking for a raise if you're at a current firm, and you can show your work history and all those things you talked about, what kind of dollars the work I'm I'm doing is bringing into the company. Mm-hmm. But you could also use that if you've got a brand new offer from a whole new company. So yeah, I think that's good advice there too. Um, let's, let's dive into that. So let's, you know, we've talked about the, the stages, the journey of an engineer and the different stages, levels that you can get at salaries that kind of come with that. We've talked about getting a job offer, uh, negotiating that, that job offer a little bit. If you feel like, do you always take, I guess, a lot of people say that they you shouldn't take the first offer that comes to you. Is that a rule of thumb that you think you should fall? Um, yeah, I would agree with that. Um, because it's, um, it's, I think it's the, uh, and, and I've done this as a manager. I mean, I'm, I want to make a, a fair offer, but it's almost, it's like a typical negotiation. I'm not, I'm not going to offer really high right off the bat. I try to kind of have a little bit of a back and forth to kind of get a feel for that individual's expectations, mm-hmm. I guess is the, is the right word. And so um, it's kind of a, 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 we pose it as kind of a question. So this is where uh, we want to make your offer. You know, how do what do you, what do you feel about that? How, did, how does that feel? You know, um, some people, it's so that's that's great. And other people, if they've got uh, a good argument about why that maybe isn't the level they should be at or the the uh, salary where they should be, then then I listen to their arguments. I've I've bumped uh, 
you know, new employees that I'm, I'm putting on. I've bumped their salaries, what I expected to pay them a little bit because I gained maybe a new understanding about their background or maybe, a, I don't know, a new understanding about a specific skill that I didn't know that they had. Maybe wasn't on a resume or maybe wasn't, um, you know, a lot of the things I look at is, you know, character. Maybe it's something that I I esteemed as, you know, this individual has has a little higher level of character than I thought. And um, I like that, you know, and so uh, I think that's worth more money. Um, and so some of those things have come out as they've, I don't know, not turn the tables on me, but just come back asking for a little bit more. And if they can substantiate it, then, you know, I do it. If I can feel that that individual is worth it, I do it. I think that's a good point you're making. I <clears throat> didn't really think about that, but most people, um, you know, the, the time that you should bring up discussing the range of salary that you're kind of looking for is, is when a salary is offered. You usually don't bring that up as you're doing the interview. It's usually a, a bad sign when you're talking about salaries when they don't even know you. It, right. So I, I would uh, caution not to bring up salaries probably when you're in the interview. Um, usually that will come, usually that comes after an offer is extended and you kind of move to another phase sure. of the whole interview process. But yes. um I, I think that's a, a good point that when that happens, then you start down this road of figuring out what their expectations are. Maybe you learned something you didn't know about them before. Maybe it wasn't on the resume or maybe they feel their work experience was a little more meaningful in some areas that you thought wasn't a big deal. So that's, that's good advice. I like yeah, it. Yeah. Cause I, I like to, I like to deal with people's, uh, I like to understand their typical reactions, right, to mostly adversity. How did you react to this specific instance where you encountered a lot of adversity, whether it was, you know, problems in your projects or problems with the individuals working on your projects or problems with clients, whatever that adversity was, how did you handle it? And if I can get a feel for, you know, their their character and how they handle those kind of things. Um, and, you know, in my mind, those are the things that deserve, deserve more money. So sometimes I get to understand those things a little bit better as we're going through the, the salary negotiation, if you want to call it that. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, yeah, dun. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Well, uh, let's quickly talk about this before we kind of round this off. So we've, uh, talked about now, uh, you know, getting your job offer kind of negotiations around that. The last kind of piece I, I want to touch on with salary, and we have talked about it a little bit is asking for a raise and some of the tips around that. Um, you know, is, 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 uh, what, what, I guess, what's the appropriate time to ask for a raise? Is there an appropriate time? Should, well, I, should you be I asking? There's quick? Some, yeah, there's some good rules of thumb on that. I mean, um, if you've been employed by a firm for a while and you haven't, you've, it's been more than a year since your previous raise, you know, um, and things have changed. Maybe your workload has increased, uh, your skill level. Maybe you've achieved that milestone success that we were talking about. Maybe you got a new client uh, in. Um, and, and your work is generating more revenue for the company. Um, that's another reason it's probably time to ask for a raise. 
Um, obviously, the easy ones are if there's an upcoming evaluation. If your firm that you work for has a regular systematic uh, program of evaluation and you know yearly you're going to get assessed and that that assessment is coming up soon then obviously that's a good time to do it and then um one that's obviously uh a good time is uh, maybe you've been offered another job right mm-hmm. been offered another job and then you got to go in and talk to your manager about what you're being offered and why you're considering it and um and uh that that's a good time to sit down and say hey maybe i maybe i deserve a raise i got i got all this demand in the market for my services <laughs> i got more offers um do you want to match that or what do you what do you want to do let's talk you know that's a good time too and i i think there's some rules probably around that cuz obviously if you're going to ask for a raise you you don't want to ask like you're not going to go skyrocket and ask for the you know the moon here and no. there's there's got to be a reasonable range um that you're probably going to be asking for now if you do have another offer and let's say it's quite a bit more maybe your workplace has not evaluated their salaries correctly and you do show that to your boss and you're just like hey man these guys are offering me like 20 percent more um to do the same level of work uh what, what can we do here um, my history has been that even if you do show that a lot of times the employer won't necessarily match it, but they will increase your current level. Sure. Um, you know, maybe that's also playing part of that negotiation game a, a little bit, or maybe it's that, Hey, you've got ties here. You've got history here. Well, and, and, and not giving had, you the most makes sense. Yeah. And when I've had, when I've had those kind of opportunities, I've always approached my boss with, I don't know, I, I like to call it, I guess, a kind of a spirit of gratitude. Like, Hey, you know, it's the, the, I've, I've been made this offer. What, I don't know. I've, I've always tried to get them in the boat with me. Like this is the offer I've been offered by this other company and I'm, I'm considering it, you know, what, what, uh, what would you do? <laughs> you know, mm. kind of a thing. Um, how would you approach this if you were presented with this opportunity, you know, kind of get them thinking, uh, from a perspective, uh, maybe, you know, from your perspective, uh, what would you do? You know, how would you handle this kind of a thing? Like um, I've had some success taking that approach, uh, when I've been made, uh, job offers. So, well, let's, uh, let's go back to that. So if you do have another job offer and you do bring that into the table, uh, let's say, that, you know, this is not a normal, like, Hey, I need a raise. It's, I have an offer. Um, I, I guess I, I'm trying to ask, like, is there a good time to say no to, to something like, um, you know, let, let's say if you don't like the salary, you don't like the offer um, uh, or maybe the offer is just so good that you go and talk to your boss about it. I guess sometimes there's a, a fine I, uh, yeah, I between think, like talking to them and like the, there's no way they're going to match this. And like, well, just right. So you need before, <laughs> and I would say before you went and talked to your current boss about an offer that you're getting, I think you have to be decidedly for the offer. Like it's got to be something that you would you're really considering jumping on, and you would jump on it if you um, got to be committed. Yes, it it's not. 
it's not something like, oh, you know, I got this this offer. I know a guy in the industry and and he offered to me to, you know, I could go work for him. And, you know, it's got to be a pretty solid offer and you have to be pretty committed to accepting that offer. I would say before you would take any of these approaches with your current employer. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll say personally, like that's happened to me two or three times uh, in my career where, you know, I have been working and whenever I've had another job offer, you have to be committed to taking that offer. Um, mm-hmm. Because if you're not, um, you know, what do you have? You know, <laughs> you know, that's right. You got to be committed to it. And so yep. if you're going to go and talk negotiations and stuff. You better be committed to the offer. Yeah, that you don't even start it. You've done your due diligence and that offer that you have in hand is something that you, you would really like to accept. Make sure that you're all good with that. Okay. I like it. Do it. Sweet, man. Any other tips regarding salaries, negotiations, or anything else? Well, um, I would say that generally it's a, it's a good time for people's salaries and, and getting bumps in, in their wages. I mean, um, the, uh, the industry that we're in civil engineering as a whole is just, it's a great, it's a great industry to be in. Um, and we've talked about this before, Isaac, but civil engineering just covers so many, so many areas, uh, construction and utilities and, um, you know, the traditional design engineer is just one little facet of, of what civil engineering uh, as a career can cover. And, and it's just a really good time right now with all the investment in infrastructure and, um, you know, housing and all the, uh, the things that are being built in the, the built environment um, right now is just, um, it's really created a, a nice environment for engineers to be successful and be able to negotiate uh, higher salaries when as their skill levels and their responsibility levels go up. It's just a good, good overall environment for civil engineers to be in right now. Yeah. Make a good, make a good living. I like it. I see a lot of other people's uh, hourly rates go up. You know, you're walking by subway and they're like making 18 bucks an hour an hour. And you're like, what the, yeah, I was, <laughs> why did I go to school? <laughs> <laughs> oh, just kidding. hopefully you're making a little more than 18, <laughs> you are that's all you're making we got to talk I hey when i was an intern that's what they were paying and i thought that was good i thought that was really good yeah you know, and that slowly yeah. went up but man uh salaries have definitely gone up and hopefully you know they are going up in the civil engineering world too as rates they go are. up on the other yeah. other side so yep. anyway Good talk, good chat. Hopefully this has been uh, well worth it for people listening. If you've liked this episode, definitely give us a like. Uh, give us some comments. We love to hear your comments in the chat room, in the comments, and uh, appreciate you being here. So go check out civilengineeringacademy.com if you need more resources to help you uh, on your journey to become a professional engineer. Thanks, Mark. Yep, you bet. All right, see ya. Yeah. Yeah.